Welcome to the Nine to Kind podcast, where we call out our burnout habits in order to shift into a kinder, more inspiring life. I am Lauren Ruth Martin, and I'm right here on this journey with you. You're probably listening to this as you are prepping for the next few days of family stuff. Um, also just the next few weeks and months of family stuff and just a busy season in general. And today's podcast is for my people pleasers out there and those that tend to struggle with accepting help. Um, help is not really a comfortable process to be engaged in for many people that just like things to be done their way, or they don't want to feel like a burden, um, or if help in the past was related to some sort of like payback or a um, it was held over their head. You know, the idea of being in community with others, especially when we are doing these and are we would say these tribal things of supporting each other working as a collective is something that is actually essential for burnout recovery. And if you are over controlled and disconnected, like community is the antidote for that. However, operating within community can feel very dangerous, because of our relationship with how we give and receive help. And I'm mainly going to focus on the receiving end of help, because that is an experience again, that not many of of us do. It's not an experience that many of us really prefer to engage in because of all the reasons I said earlier. But what we have to recognize is that helping is a reciprocal experience. And I think that is the part of not receiving help that gets all of us into a bind. That idea of if I am helped, if somebody helps me with this, do I have to reciprocate immediately or do I have to um, pay them back or what will happen? When I say that helping is a reciprocal experience, what I'm saying is that the connection, the warm, fuzzy feelings, the, um, the sort of closeness that you feel in those moments when you were helping someone, the other person also feels that too. So when we work through our discomfort and accept help, and we actually kind of have that feeling of connection inside, the people that are helping us are probably feeling that too. In fact, many of us that are helpers, we're helpers for a reason, like we actually enjoy it. If we didn't enjoy it to a certain capacity, then we probably wouldn't do as much helping as we do. I am personally a helper and there is something about helping others that helps me gain a lot of insight into the problems that I am experiencing. Um, You know, if I have another clinician call me for consult, somehow the way that I talk through their stuck points actually helps me work through my stuck points. When I'm talking to my friends that are like, we're just talking about life things and I am supporting them and I'm problem solving for them. I gain insight as to what I can do for myself. So that's not saying go help everybody so that you can figure out your own stuff. What it's saying is that collaborative engagement together, being in community is actually an experience that we are meant to have. In fact, that's how we thrive as a society. So when we dodge the experience of being helped, or only stay in the helper role, we're not contributing to the collaborative connection piece of that process. 
And that goes back to that point of like, it's okay if we enjoy helping others. I think it's really funny that most of the people that I have worked with that fear being a burden, that fear, um, you know, inconveniencing others actually get the most joy of helping others. It's like they don't mind being inconvenienced. It's only when we get to those places of maybe imbalance or if we've been taken advantage of or if we are stretching ourselves too thin when we start having those moments of like burnout speak when we kind of begin resenting everyone or when we don't advocate for our needs. I think that we remember those experiences more and we assume that whenever somebody helps us that that's where they're operating from. And we have to keep that in mind that as helpers where we do enjoy helping others, we have to also recognize how often we don't honor our limits, which then in turn messes with our relationship with giving and receiving help. You know, again, we've probably thought some of the worst things about those that we have helped, not because what they're asking for is unreasonable, even though sometimes it probably has been. Um, It's a lot of it is probably due to the stress that we are experiencing in ourselves, us not advocating for our limits or not being able to really have limits, you know, and that becomes a matter of choice. Um, And so what we don't want to do is clump together the option of choice with the experience of helping, because in any situation, if we are forced to do something, then we're probably not going to enjoy it. And sometimes we have to do things that we don't like. So if I have to force somebody in my bubble to help me and they don't want to sometimes you have to just like suck it up and do it and so that's the thing of accepting help and receiving help is that we can't dodge the discomforts of it because at the end of the day when we white knuckle and do everything on our own it's going to impact our relationships one way or another and when we think about the idea of how to begin accepting help or receiving help, the thing that's going to help this process become unburdensome is to get clear. Clear help is far better to um, experience on the giving end than unclear burdensome help. And I'm using that word on purpose. Burdensome help is when we are engaged in a situation where, and we've all been there, like when we feel like we need help, we're overwhelmed, but we don't know where to start. And so then we get flustered and we just push people away or we just like hunker down and everybody knows that we're struggle busting, but we don't let anybody in. That is the actual burden for others. When people have to watch us suffer because we are refusing help, that becomes a burden. This was actually um, with my husband, Henry, we used to work at a restaurant together. And this was something that he used to hate about me because I never wanted other people to run my food. I never wanted other people to help with my tables because it was anxiety driven. I was scared that people would see me as failing or see me as like a weak link during a shift. and And I hated that. What actually happened though, is that the more I refused help, the more it clogged up everybody else's rhythm. And I think that is something that we have to remember that us suffering, us forcing us to suffer and us doing everything on our own is actually more burdensome than having those come in and help. Now, how can we help that? How can we help the helping process? What we need to be mindful of is that no amount of help is too small. 
yes, there's always times where people could be doing more. But if we're in that overwhelmed place of not being able to really understand or know exactly where others can begin helping, what we can do is start with the smallest thing. And so if we don't know how people can help, and we are in that moment of craziness, sort of like suffering, frenzied, not crazy, if we're frenzied, what we can do is ask the person that is offering to help to sit with us, to help us calm down just a little bit, and then to begin identifying the next best step. When we are overwhelmed, most of the time we need to sit down, have a sip of water, get a hug if we want it, and and figure out what is the priority in the moment. So if you're ever like, ah, I need help, but I don't know where to start, have the person help ground you and identify the next best step. From there, you're going to be able to get a clearer idea of what you need. The main thing we need is to help slow down. And then from there, we need to be just more mindful of identifying clear action steps for others. That is probably the hardest thing of when we are figuring out how to receive help is identifying what we actually want because we're simultaneously editing. The idea is that we need to let ourselves brainstorm and then collaborate with the helper to see what they're capable of, what's doable, and also what's going to be effective for you. We have to let our mind run wild with possibilities before we narrow it down because editing in the moment only makes the choice making process more stressful. And then on that end, like as we continue to get comfortable with this, we have to be mindful of expressing gratitude in return instead of expressing burden. You know, the idea people, if we communicate that help is okay to give and receive, the others will receive it that way and they won't feel that it's burdensome either. So I hope as you lean into this week and this season of busy that you will seek help. You will make a note to become more helpful more comfortable with help and you won't stop your process of being in community because it's so important. You know the drill. Leave a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts that helps get the word out to other people about this show. Um, Also, if there's a favorite episode or any feedback that you would like to share, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Ruth Martin, or you can email me directly through laurenruthmartin.com. Have the week you're going to have, and I will see you next week.